Uh, absolutely. That Why wasn't looking at your tits? Oh, I, that's what well, I was looking at. Oh, hello. Hey. Hello. It's, I'm surprised every week when we started. You know what I mean? Like, I can, what happened? We're rocking well, to the music. We and so, <laughs> welcome back to As the Road. I am your host, Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey. And, uh, you know, like always, we got to start with, hey, this is my opinion. Mine too. Oh, Carlos. And mine. And that is uh, Trish. And birthday buddy. Birthday buddy. It's he, almost our birthday. And, yeah, I know. And then the hippo. That's me. He's That's here. Me. Uh, Only and, room for one. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, anything we say that may offend you, well, it's our opinion, not the opinion of the rescue company one. Not of anybody that hires the rescue company one. And uh, if you'd like to hire us, please call Amanda. And, uh, <laughs> Or, you know, the most wonderful and amazing Dr. Benjamin Abbo, uh, who is handsome and smart. And he Busy. had the greatest tuxedo t- uh, uh, tuxedo picture he sent out the other day. And it wasn't even yeah. a t-shirt. I know. A, I know. Tuxedo. I know. And then, you know, hey, behind the ones and twos, like always, Rocky. Hello, hello, hello. What's yes, up, man? Hey, uh, you know, where can people find us, Rocky? People can find you at AsTheRotorTurns.com. Avail- uh, this podcast is available not only on iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker. You guys are literally all over the place. So Google uh, As The Road Returns or just easy, AsTheRoadReturns.com. Yeah, I love it. And uh, like always, you know, we got all kinds of stuff going on today. We did have an original uh, guest uh, set up, and I hope he's feeling better. Uh, I do love uh, I do love Scott and Lisa. Me so, too. Uh, and they will. We hope you feel better, Scott. You know, they we will be you. back on the show here as soon as we can get them. Yeah. And then uh, that I loot them, I yeah. gone. Oh, yeah, people still hear me though. I can still yeah. hear. Him. And then, um, you know, so but we did have this other show prep, and uh, I think it's great that uh, we're going to get it off today because you know, like it, it's uh one of the things that people don't really pay attention to a whole bunch. So I think it's going to be awesome. Got some cool subjects. Got some cool uh, videos and stuff that I think we're going to send out a uh, look at. And then, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm really psyched about this one. So. Like always, though, baby, what yep. you, what you want people to know? Um, so we have a community paramedicine class coming up on that starts January 10th. Yep. We have an air medical class that starts January 24th. We have TNCC that is the 26th and 27th. Yep. <laughs> air medical class is the 25th. The difficult airway class is Jan. All of this is January. Yeah. January. Yep. Man, baby, you're beautiful. And you got lots of boobage showing on the show today. Yeah, yeah. Nineteenth and twentieth. I have uh, signed a three three competition deal that I am uh, competing in Fire East. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Trish, can, yeah. I, can I hear you one more time? Hi. Uh, no, but I'm going to do something real quick, so I'm going to mute your mic for one moment. Oh, oh it finally happened. What? what? He muted her. <laughs> <laughs> With your minutes. We've had Two the minutes. ability to do this this whole time. <laughs> right. you, you just have to ask nicely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Two minutes. God. Right, so Trish, let me hear you one more time. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. So we're going to Fire East on the 19th and 20th. Yeah, yeah. So, Daytona Ocean Center. You know, I'm yeah. going to, this will be my first competition in about two years. It's been a 
that I've actually, so I've been actually practicing, you know, I'm at work, I'm reading. Do I'm, you uh, practice like, like, like this, like, what do I do with my hands? Oh, what, no. What? I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, what do see, do? this is the thing. <laughs> the two people I'm competing with are so good at their position that, like, I don't have to, like, worry about anything other than doing my shit. And, right. like, I am a good first drop, which basically during the competition, like, people don't know this. is a, It's, like, 12 minutes, and it's the amount, about the craziest amount of patience and, and work they, they can give you right. during an EMS scene. And you and you basically go in there and you try to do the best, the greatest good, greatest number of stuff. Um, when you're the first drop, you're the first patient guy. Gotcha. You're the fastest to a patient. You can get as much points and is that the worst patient of, normally? It's uh, whatever appears first. Okay. That, yeah, but sometimes not it is. Not always. Okay. So like basically, you got to be able to clear a patient pretty fast. And, yeah. And I'm just, and that's that's my shit. And like, I don't have to worry about team leads or doing any other stuff, man. Uh, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm. Everybody coming. has their role. Well, we're. I don't want to say that we're the Yankees, but we are the Yankees. <laughs> so that's right here. You know, well, I, you know. I feel like you're, you're. You should be Tampa Bay right now. Yeah. Well, Tampa, you know, you know win the World Series. They got Tom Brady. No, no the other, the other the, Tampa, the, the Rays. Oh, the Rays. <laughs> you know. The other one. But that's not like you don't I'm call a, them Tampa I, Bay. Let me tell you why I hate Tampa Bay fans. Oh, here we go. Let me let me let me start off with this. And like, you know, but you, you know, know, we only have I, so much time tonight. You're from so. Chicago, yes, and sir. I do appreciate you're a White Sox fan. Of course. You know what I'm saying? You're not a guy that jumps on a Cubs bandwagon. No. You know what I mean? You're a White Sox fan. 100 percent Copy. If you're from Chicago and you've been a Cubs fan your entire life. Then you're a Cubs fan. Oh. You're a Cubs fan. Yeah, no, and, and the thing is, I grew up on the north side. See, see yeah. So, so check this out, right? You're you're you pick a team. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now spring, and during spring baseball, you're what type of fan? I'm a White Sox fan. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, during, you know, a Cubs fan during spring baseball is a Cubs fan. I'm a lifelong Yankee fan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You Yankees, pick your team. You, just, you don't Yankees show. play baseball in Tampa. And now I see these assholes <laughs> <laughs> that are ruling for my fucking Yankees in America's team. You know what I'm saying? They're sitting there ruling for the Yankees during spring baseball, and then come regular baseball season. Yeah, that's not bad. During baseball season, <laughs> like these motherfuckers are Rays fans. Do you uh, do you yield the floor for 30 seconds for me to venture? Absolutely. I am a, I'm a Chicago fan, beginning to end. I hate it when I see a person rocking Chicago gear, like from head to toe, and they're not Chicago, and they're not from Chicago. Yeah, that that irritates me for some odd reason. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because he's a like, fan of the anybody, team. It's not anybody else's fault they weren't it, born there. Well, I, there better be a good fucking reason why you're a fan of that team. You know, some yeah. people are fans by proxy. You know, just whoever their uh, their parents at the at the time, as or a, parents or whatever. As yeah. a lifelong Yankee fan, I think I do think that if you love baseball, you have to watch a game at Wrigley Field. One hundred percent. I, you I, have I've to play at Wrigley Field. Yeah, I remember you telling <laughs> your little oh, league nice. stories. You know, you are the you're just like Al Bundy <laughs> <laughs> for the millennials out oh, there. Great show, wow. Marigold Children. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Look so it up. you know, man, like that's it, it's uh it, it it just gets me. So that's why I hate Devil Race fans. However, I think that my band from the uh, the uh, Tropicana is uh, due this year, so I'll be able to return. To watch a Yankee Rays game <laughs> till I get banned again. Nice. Speaking about bands, uh, this Sunday ends my five-year ban from uh, the the Hard Rock Stadium, so I would be really? able to go watch the Dolphins and, uh, right. and, nice. uh, and the Jets. 
You got family down there, so you know. sometimes you throw a man onto the onto the field onto another man. <laughs> and it's it just, happens. It may happen. It happens. Yeah, shit happens. Yeah. Is so, it crazy to say that I've always wanted to be banned from the stadium? Well, yes, that's crazy. Okay. All, you can do it. You can do it. Just jump on the field and <laughs> run across there and make it and slide into the home. Yeah. Hey, do you remember yeah. when uh, Philadelphia fans are the most hard, Philly, Philly Eagle fans? I thought it was the Steeler fans are the worst. Oh, no. Not like Philly. Philly has a courtroom in the stadium. <laughs> oh, that is smart. They have judge a court, jury. Yeah, they have a, ju- a, ju- a judge on duty during like certain. Like a real judge? Yeah, absolutely, baby. That's, they have their own like sanctioned court in this stadium. What? And uh, especially, <laughs> especially during like, see, this is a, if I know people are football fans. Who, if you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, who do you hate? Everyone else? Jets. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Jets? No, nah, Dallas. Dallas. The Dallas. Doesn't everybody Dallas, hate Dallas. Listen, if you if you want to be successful as an Eagles coach, you have to win two football games every season, and that's Dallas. Gotcha. If you win those two football games, you could lose everything else. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> They'll pay you whatever they hate you want. Dallas, but Dallas week is so bad <laughs> that they have a judge. I mean, he's there every game, but like that's the that judge is busy as fuck during that season. Who was the coach this week that got caught on on video while he was doing an interview with ESPN, and you could see in the reflection behind him a guy ripping a bomb. I have the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, a coach that got fired this week. Yeah, he was giving his. Uh, oh, Urban interviews. Myers. Urban oh, Myers. Yeah, he got fired oh, this week. Yeah, yeah, from Jacksonville. Yeah, and you clearly yeah, see in the reflection behind him. Yeah. there's a dude smoking a bong, and it looks like he's trying to pass to him, and you see him on TV. What? There you go, coach. You're gonna get drug tested. Wow. So, all right. Anyways, but hey. Baby, do you have a word for us this week? I do. Drum roll. Disnatchy. Oh. Disnatchy. 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 D-I-S-N-A-T-C-H-Y. Well, you know, as a medical professional, I would say this being Latin. Yeah. Oh, there's Jamie. Look at Jamie. Hey, push your boobies against the glass. <laughs> uh, I love how we all bought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was just yeah. how she presented herself. Yeah. So, uh, this meaning difficulty. Right? So, like, difficulty like, like this, matchy. Disnia, right? Maybe. Disnia, like, so difficulty. As, but aren't those spelled differently? I, I'm not sure how this is spelled. I'm dyslexic. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, uh, so, uh, this snatchy, so difficulty at getting snatched. Oh, who's that? Who's that? Not it. Who's speaker? Oh, oh, oh. Mm. We're going to get this right one. I'm off. I'm off. Ah, I just got out of everything. That ain't me. Wee, 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 wee. Not me. Mine's off. Where is that coming from? Is that this? It's not on. No, it's, it's on. Yeah. It's not me. <clears throat> Hold up. Turn off one at a time. Yep, 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 yep. Someone's off. We apologize for the Mandy says the Dallas Cowboys suck. Who said that? Mandy Troyer Patino. Yeah, they do suck. Way to go. Well, how is that? All of a sudden. Not that one. It's not mine. It's not mine. Not it. Yep. 
Yep, Guess whose fault it was again? Not mine. We all get to you two here. So. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. We're not gonna have time. It, you know, well, you gotta make time. So you're fine. You're out to hide. The snatchy. This snatchy. I don't. I don't know. Uh, bomb ass female genitalia. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I see how you say, man. That bitch is this snatchy. It's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. You don't want it. So like, oh man, I had a bitch the other day, and she was disnatchy. I think oh, maybe it her, says her like her disnatchy doesn't want you. You got this by her snatchy. Well, yeah, man, that could you got be this by her snatchy. It could be. Could it be? Hey, Becky, use it in a sentence, please. Um, my best friend is so disnatchy. Oh, oh. stinky snatchy. It's a snob. A, it's a, no, it's just a, her snatch stinks. Oh, stinky oh. snatch. Yeah. Nope. No. Well, what is it, baby? Let's hear it. It is sexy, awesome, or fabulous. What? Oh, yeah. Wow. I was close you to the best. You were yeah. close. Yeah. Hey, so we'll do a shot to that. Right. There we go. Cheers. To uh, my disnatchy over here. Her disnatchy is awesome, by the way, everybody. It's, uh, it's picture worthy. As long as you make sure you're, you're there every couple hours. Well, let's talk about that birthday, buddy. Uh, so you got to see a Trish the other day that was pretty interesting. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I haven't heard this story. So. I had to go into work, uh, allegedly. I'm sorry. Uh, I work. I, I still work as a microphone on. Yeah. Yes. I still work as a nurse, and uh, I had to go in and work this uh, night shift into a 24-hour shift. So I was gonna be gone 36 hours. You know what I mean? So I did fill somebody's tank before I had to go. <laughs> but however, their tank must have sprung a leak throughout the day. <laughs> and she was in. Full on, like oh man, man, like she was gonna fuck somebody up, yeah, like a crackhead. That like you, you know, like a crackhead that basically he has some crack and like he lost it in his pocket, yeah, and he can't find it. I still haven't had crack. It, well, you gonna get some crack? I'm gonna, I'm gonna lick your crack. And uh, you know, like she was, and Amanda go. I told Amanda before because she sounded like crappy on the yeah, phone, right? And then I said, wait till you see this. You gonna see somebody that ain't got? She's gonna be 36 hours of no dick. And it is, yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. And she was mad that we were still at the office and he wasn't going home yet. Oh, yeah. And then we get in the elevator and she's like, you're not going to have any time. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And, and he did it. I love oh. it. I love your dissonance, though. <laughs> Take care of it. Promise. You know, so. Anyways. <laughs> you two All this right. week. So every time oh. I call Amanda, because, you know. The days that Amanda's work. Oh, see more shots. That's wow, that was all yeah, yeah. Oh, he's kicking some ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kicking Good some job. ass. Good job, buddy. We're gonna get you some tiny shorts. You're gonna have to wear, but don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll let him borrow Jamie's. Yeah. And she doesn't use them. Yeah. Right. She right. does not worn them. Well, they may be too tiny. Oh. No, there's not. No. Oh, thank you, sir. Is that a thing? I, I guarantee she wears a bikini. You know. So probably yeah. a thong. Oh shoot. Yeah. That's me. Sorry. No yep. worries. So. You know, she's uh, she got plenty of room. So, anyways, every time I call Amanda at home, or Amanda calls me like for a question and stuff, J it, there's all this banging behind the house. Like, so I'm and not that kind. Yeah, well, thank you. Oh, yeah. And I'm no. thinking, I'm thinking that, and this I'm is just sorry. me. This is just me. How much hammering does one man have to do? D thank you. A lot. Thank you. And, and, I, and he's you only know? gotten what a quarter of the floor. Right in. so not even what I'm saying. What I'm thinking, Patricia. 
I know what you're thinking. What I'm thinking is that every time I call, Jason starts banging some like a hammer. <laughs> Just so he sounds busy as fuck. I mean, reality is he sounds like Bob the fucking builder back there. Coom, coom, coom. I'm like, he's killing that one nail. <laughs> there isn't a pause. There isn't anything. I'm like, there's no nail pattern going on right that here. That fucking nail is a son of a bitch, though. God so, damn. And then... Uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, it's like, so, so you and Amanda are moved into a new house. Well, we're not trying yet. to. <laughs> yeah, we're, it has to be livable before we can do that. Yeah. So um, we're working on that. And I was, I was, so yesterday I, I spent all day my working my ass off doing uh, the flooring. And I got about, I don't know, five rows of the flooring done. That was about it. And yeah. I had to leave and I had to go to, to work and then come back and whatever. So today I was like, all right. I'm on. I'm on point. I'm. I'm going to make sure that I get there, and I'm going to do some flooring. I'm going to. I'm going to have this yeah. room done. Yeah. And you know, every what's up, Murphy's Law always happens to me, no matter what. Always. It so, does. Oh, I so it. I go. We're we're working on the floor. I I say we, and I have a mouse. There in my was pocket. no we. Yeah, I have a mouse. In my pocket. I was working for Carlos. Yeah, I know. And uh, <laughs> hey, that that that, that is slows things down. Well, hey, that you, slows things down. I didn't solicit Amanda. I know. I <laughs> I actually Amanda said the, the same thing. Yeah. I said this was yeah. your idea. It totally yeah. was. Anyway, yeah. so you know, there I was. Do all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Welcome. She, <laughs> welcome. I do. I am going to say this because I did have to say that I said it before we started the show. But like, you know, I started the week off. I said, all I need to try to do is collect enough money for Amanda's part of paycheck. Amanda's paycheck right. this week. Yeah. Because, you yep. know, I'm going to tell you this. And this is that I've never really had that much pressure as a business owner on me other than like having somebody's paycheck count on me yeah. you know what i mean like somebody's paycheck counts on me like you know patricio gets paid but you know he has another job you right. know what i mean like uh and everybody else the, the all the instructors everybody they have other jobs yep. so they they're not like necessarily waiting on me to to get paid you know what i'm saying like but amanda is like amanda i'm her employer i'm her sole employer you know what i mean yep. and like so however though like i told choice at the beginning of the week it's a true story right babe I said, I got to make sure that we collect that every week we're at least get half that pay. In. And uh, and like, dude, I collected that pay and some, you know, we made new we made new money throughout the week. Yeah. And that's great because that's the point of this yeah. whole thing, like yeah. to let you function <laughs> at a higher level. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. All the other little, you know, other other uh, office that's stuff she can do. And well, now and she does a lot of shit. Like that's yeah. the, that's the biggest thing, and it's like you realize how much shit you actually have. One person's had to do for all this time, and Listen, it's like man, I, it's crazy. I told you from the beginning when you decide to do this and you are going to move forward, you are going to be nothing but happy. Yeah, because, man, it's working out pretty good. And yeah. then she uh, adheres to the TRC one dress code like <laughs> it's supposed to be, because we only have one rule: that's ass and titties. Are you, are you <laughs> You do. Oh. I'm saying, you know, you do ass and titties. He's referring and, uh, to me. So yeah. I sent the man that text. I said, "Hey, that, you gotta get with it. Your uh, your your leather your leather ass pants you wore to work the other day was a hit because <laughs> the other girls in the office were like, they're like, yeah, oh. good ass pants. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So pretty funny. So yeah. Ordered me a pair of those. Oh yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Damn right. I got them. Yeah. Damn right. They came in today. So, That's all right. Hey, we need to uh, we need to get chairs for them. Ones. 
So we need you got leopard right, ones too. Right, yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. that I had on, I've oh. had them for a couple years. They're yeah. like black on black. Yeah, leopard. You know, I saw them. I liked them. Like a yeah, that's what yeah. I had. On. Hey, I love that song. I love that song. But I'm gonna see if I can find some. So, uh, but anyway, so they're uh, that is uh, awesome, and uh, so you guys are about to kill each other at the house. Yeah, basically. Um, so was, uh, today I was I was trying real quick. I was trying to finish the flooring. I was trying to do all that. Found out there was a. Uh, a leak that was going on for quite a while underneath the um, underneath the kitchen, kitchen sink. sink. So I spent all day making sure to fix that. And you smelled and making sure to fix that. Huh? He spent all day. Oh. Yeah, spent, I spent all day make, making sure I could fix that. Oh. So I had to cut out all the wood that was wet, wet and whatever. So Loads I didn't of, get any flooring done. Wet wood. Lonesome yeah. Lenny uh, chiming in saying, "I have two part-time jobs of collecting uh, money." And just making ends meet. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Social Security. But you have to read his very first comment because that's yeah. the funniest one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the story's been going around all week this week. Some female oh. actress is selling farts in a jar for a thousand bucks a pop. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I need to get one of those. Now, I, I need to know the. the <laughs> and listen, this physio- is why. the physiology behind it. No, so I, is that going to. Is that going to. We retained in a jar. Well, there I have all the facts. Oh, oh, yeah, because oh. we uh, he looks it up. because no, he no, likes it. No, my passenger, <laughs> the passenger that I had in my car uh, this week, looked it up because they were talking about it on the radio station, and uh, she was on, I think, the Bachelorette or. Uh, I forget what, what reality. This segment show, is brought to you by PBR, an official sponsor. <laughs> what was their name? I'm pulling it up right now yeah. in so, a jar. Hey, uh, Ryan, get whatever you want when our guy comes in. Yeah, we got a special guest in the background. So yeah, with reality- his lovely wife. <laughs> reality TV star uh, Stephanie Motto from um, 90 Day Fiance is se- she. Uh, she proclaims that she she's made over a hundred thousand dollars selling farts in a jar. Yeah, damn it. Why do we Jason, not think of these things? You need to put it, like Jason is gassy. All the time. We're getting him. We're selling. Nobody the, wants my part. The hippos parts are worth Lenny, ten dollars. Hate you for for this, Lenny. Just throw yeah. it out there. Hate yeah. you for this. Now, Amanda does. Okay, yeah. uh, for everyone, Amanda does have a um, fans only for feet. So if you I want do. to, uh, Amanda, really? Banda fans only. You know what's called um, toes no. for days. No. You, you know what you know. Oh, what's you a, have one. I made an Instagram. Yeah, we no. never did anything with it though. You know, uh, I do own the I do own the name Wet Gussets. <laughs> Have I told you that story? No. That was a failed attempt of us selling used underwears. Uh, uh, did you ever really try them? No, we never yeah. tried, but it, it was fun but to buy the, It was fun to buy the name Wet Gussets, though. I mean, you know, shoot, so. in Japan, you got a vending machine to sell them. Really? Yeah. Used panties? Yes. Man, they got everything over there. They do. And, you know, Let's we, start selling. we did not Here mention we anything about <laughs> December 7th the other day. Oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, there we go. Nah, it, okay, it's impressive was, that you're oh, betting her oh, like that. Oh my God! What happened to your toe there? Yeah, well, we got an injury on the toe. <laughs> so it, it, it's uh, December seventh last week. Uh, we, yes. uh, last week's show, we didn't really mention any of it because we got so wrapped up on the on our ketamine topic. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's uh, Pearl Harbor Day. It was you would again. I've said this before. You would think my dad was sitting so right in the middle. Those parts are on back order. Are they really on back order? Yeah. So no so, shit. So the story behind it is the way they. Uh, a fart can last in a jar for up to 30 days, depending on what you're putting in there. We know it lasts a couple hours in How the dry you- suit. We smelled <laughs> Justin's before. Yeah. What do you mean? It we, depends on what you're putting in there. Because uh, what uh, Stephanie is putting in there are rose pellets to absorb oh. it, and it lasts longer in the jar. Did you yeah. say rose pellets? Rose pellets. But doesn't, doesn't rose it smell pellets. like rose? Apparently pellets. not. 
What are rose pellets? Rose petals. Baby, he's Mexican, so sometimes he mixes shit up. (laughs) (laughs) However, like you are the worst Mexican because you just mixed up some like like you know like a flower shit. You know what I mean? That's (laughs) that's your stock and fucking trade, dude. (laughs) You're horrible at this shit. But no, it's true. Like she is on uh, backed up. Well, not backed up. (laughs) I hope not. God, cut off the supply. But the reason why she charges a thousand dollars is because she has to. Well, not only that she can, but like there's so much stuff that goes into putting a fart in a jar. I wonder what her bullshit. Oh. I, I, I call bullshit. Well, also like this this, this side business, this side business uh, almost sent her to the hospital a few times. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stories. Because she go- farts too much. Well, like I mean, I what kind of fart to, injury could you have? That's not a good. I, I have yet to hear that complaint. I I guarantee she could probably sell uh, panties for way more money. Man. Well, you got to think you know? of like all the trials and errors. Like, imagine one day where she's farting in a jar, but it's a shark. Hello, that's extra. That's extra. If you want to smell a fart, you're gonna you, 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 oh, elated. And it, just, oh, there's some poo poo in here. Oh, that's because yeah, well, we were oh, hearing the story on the radio. That's the other a day. return of fortunes as well. Like <laughs> we were hearing the there. story on the radio, and my buddy and I were talking about like we should just get get this as a gag gift. For our boss, oh yeah, or no, for for, 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 for our our, boss our, our, our our boss's uh, husband. Oh yeah, yeah, we were gonna get it for him. He would actually find it. He would find it hilarious. Yeah, he find it hilarious. I love saying he he looked it up online, and yeah, thousand dollars. Like fuck that, we'll just get you it. Could, you could make one. Yeah. Anytime there's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anytime there's DIY. Any, let me tell you something, Patricio. Anytime any of these types of things pop up, you you call Amanda. <laughs> you put it. You call Amanda. You put it in the you pipeline. You guys are a respectable, professional company. Yes, you, I you, don't want to be sending. You put it in the pipeline, and we bring yeah. it up at the morning meeting. Alaskan, Alaskan, the Alaskan pipeline. I see what you did there. And uh, you like how I brought that back? I'm trying to create a vocabulary of shit. So you put it into the pipeline. <laughs> you see, I'm getting it, and, and yeah. I will. I will bring it up at the morning meeting. Exactly. Uh, but you know it's it's crazy that we're talking about this because the, just the other morning I, I was trying to explain to Trish how she tries to Dutch over me every night mm. when I'm home, and uh, she'll let one go and then she takes the sheets like this is in her sleep, and she'll <laughs> try to put it over my head. I, go, I don't believe it. I appreciate the fact. Are that, you trying to give him pink eye? <laughs> I, I think he's lying. Right? I like. I get try to get Dutch oven every time. That's cute. I mean, it's like you know, sleeping next to a, a mountain man. So it's like you, you got, so you got the Dutch oven, you got the Irish goodbye, you got the Mexican standoff. Yeah. What else? Like, does uh, like actions that get labeled with uh, <laughs> with races or countries? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. And, and, you know, I'm surprised that. Urban Dictionary has not been canceled yet. They're canceling everything. <laughs> right. God no, for as offended as people are. Yeah. Exactly. I, well, that was what I was talking about December 7th. Like, we thought about, you know, mentioning something about it. And, you know, it's the worst day to be Mike Austin in the company. <laughs> <laughs> we only have one Asian guy that works here. And I don't think he's Japanese. He's not. But he gets phone calls from he's everybody. No. He, he gets phone calls from everybody that works here. Uh, about, yeah, happy Pearl Harbor Day. Thank you. <laughs> And it's fucked up. Like, I mean, I'm offended for him. I started the tradition. I just want to know. I started it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me put this back up. Continue it. Who gets to slap him? Yeah. 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 
if Listen, he had showed up at the office that day, he Carlos would have. Oh, yeah, I would have hit him. <laughs> you know, and this comes from my dad. My dad was offended about Pearl Harbor being bombed. Like, it was, you would have thought it was the, uh, you'll see how I'll tie this shit back into stuff here in a second. The man was offended. Like, you would, every December 7th, my dad went to a Japanese restaurant. Subsequently, we were all thrown out of the Japanese restaurant. <laughs> and, like, you would have thought my dad was, like, there, like, when it happened. Nope, nope, he was in Queens, New York when it happened. And uh, he, he was a little kid. Just offended. Didn't lose any family or anything in it. Just was offended about, you know, David lives in infamy, you know, where they're right. for the people of Hawaii and stuff like that. Some of them live in there. But overreactions, right? Overreactions of stuff. This, what was the overreaction of uh, Pearl Harbor? The overreaction? Yeah. Oh, the, no, 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 the, the concentration camps that we had here in the States. Yeah, internment camps. Internment camps. Yep, internment camps. So we went, like, uh, we went full-on crazy, and uh, every, age, not just Japanese, Asian people, man. Like, yeah. they were put into, like, concentration camps. But per, we, we technically the started government. Pokemon over here first, so we got to yeah. catch them all. <laughs> yeah, catch yeah them all. that's fucked up, man. <laughs> so, and, uh, that's almost offensive to me. I apologize, everybody. <laughs> that's coming from me. Just kidding. But, but what I'm saying is, is this, man, like we have gone, we go in these uh, cycles of overreactions of shit, you know, like, hey, this person's a communist. Let's start rounding up communists. This person's Japanese. Let's put them into these like separate camps and shit like that. The reality is, man, is like uh, is what's happening now in our times or the way people react to things, the shot, the COVID, the this and that is uh, it's just another one of those overreactions that we will talk about in the uh in the in the future you know in the future go in the books and go why the fuck do we react that way with certain things right you know what i'm saying like why do we react that way and so it's just amazing to me like how we can overreact to certain shit you got to learn by history you know yeah but but so many people but don't you have to know history to be able to learn by exactly it. Yeah. exactly so many people don't know that is they Jody, don't know history they don't is Jody in the waiting room in the, in the waiting room at all is she coming Nope. No, yeah, cool. So, anyways, today's topic is about nine one one. Nine one one. Like, there's a joke in my town. <laughs> did you see that? I said that in there? Yeah. Did, you, did you even know that that song existed? Uh, no, before I did. Me well, that shit? I, I I did once I right. once I played it. I did. Oh yeah. yeah. Public Enemy was was part of my uh, my childhood. Do oh, we yeah. have that disclaimer that we can put up, like to play? Like, can we, what is it? What's the rules on that? What can we play of a song? Yeah. Uh, can't play it at all, huh? I, I thought we well, well, here's the thing. The the algorithm, the, the the engine or whatever it is that Facebook has, immediately will flag it and we'll get shut down. No shit, yeah. huh? Can we sing it? It's yeah, a, we can we can sing you it. You can sing it. That, uh, doesn't, just, that doesn't get played. But uh, you know, it's a public enemy song. It's <laughs> yes. fucking awesome. And yes. it's one of the it's one of the few songs that just basically features flavor flavor. Mm-hmm. Which is not a whole bunch of them. That's the guy with the clock, right? Yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, boy. We, yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, this is to Kay. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, yep. Kay. Yep. Hi, Kay. Uh, hello, Thank Kay. You. So, and then we need to get drinks in Ryan's hand over there. Yes. You know, not to be confused with the original Ryan. Ooh. And uh, uh, you should have had a more of Sharpa. Oh yeah, <laughs> a, a, a shemag. That's it. Yeah, shemag. Yeah, bless me. Yeah, it, it, it's not. A, it's a shemag, baby. It's funny that you mentioned that name because I'm finishing up the uh, the best of. Oh. And I've been going through every episode. Wow. 
Oh man, that's painful. Yeah. And <laughs> how much of the stripper MCI have you listened to? That one was offensive. That one was fantastic. So, so, so far, I, I, uh, that was about Top Gun. I, I want to give you guys a quick tribute, uh, just a quick question to, to all y'all. All right, just rough rough estimate. How many minutes have you put Trish on timeout? Oh. You know, so I'm, let's not answer that. Okay. Let's put that question out to uh, let's put that question out to everybody. To the fans. To the fans. And maybe we'll give and, them a uh, prize. Yeah, and, and get them. They and, can. Yeah. They can email us or um, e- email your answers. How many yeah. times? Yeah. And what's the total amount of minutes? Is that what you're asking? That I put the total amount of minutes. That I put your company one at gmail.com. Yeah. Email your answer. Because the thing was the uh, the whole two minute warning came in. I think like a few weeks after I started working with you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's happened way it's happened before. before. It happened yeah, way before. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But what? um yeah, I started just like doing a tally. So you mean just since you've been here, how yeah. many? Oh let's just do that oh. from when time of Patricia started. Which like, when? Uh that was June. June. Okay. You know, it, it's kinda cool. We were Patricia's first customer. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, thank That's you. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I bet he regrets fucking signing that contract. Yeah, every day. Every day. And he's coming to Fire East with us, too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We'll be in Daytona, So we man. can podcast from there. Yeah, yeah that's fucking Mine great. Mine is a hippo because he wants to go to work. But so, I don't want to We're going to have fun. I don't. Yeah. Woohoo! Woohoo! So, so this is this is what happened. Oh, like geez. this is this is the kind of shit that happens. Hey, I, we are not on the air. And I, and I Again, this was the, your idea. I know, but your attitude right now, that's the no, only thing I, I, can, no, that's I think. That's it. I think you should put the finger down. You know, the only thing I, I the can't only, help it. The only thing I can say to you is yeah. this. This is it this is the word of advice I have right, for you. you. I, as a as a Relax. as a director of training. Don't do it. And uh a a uh, valued employee here at the rescue company one. You I'm do have it. You do have a you that Turn her mic off. Yeah. You do have a due process. Seventeen minutes. <laughs> You do have a due process, and uh, you can put your complaint in writing to a main name, uh, uh, Roberto <laughs> Tester. You call Robbie Tester. All right, I will. And he I is will. the head of human resources All of this right. company. And he will, like. Is he, uh, is he really? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you put that out. The only moral compass here. Yeah, you put that in writing, which, by the way, it was his uh, 17th year anniversary yesterday. Oh. Yeah. 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 Well, I think it's 17 years. Happy so anniversary. Now. Yep. Happy like, anniversary. he was, uh, yeah, he's, uh, that woman's a saint. Yeah, she is. He's a saint. So like, uh, and they have like a hundred kids. I know. They're like Mormon, and they're I not. Know. It's crazy. They wear special underwear. I don't think. I don't think they wear. I've seen them naked. So it does it. Oh, the views and opinions are those of the uh, host and not of the rest of the one. Appreciate you mentioning that, Patricio. Yes. So, anyways, like, yeah, you put that in writing. Robbie will address it. Uh, he did work for Mister. He, w- he did work for the Epstein company prior to working here. So that shit will pile up. And, uh, yeah, yeah, nobody's going to hear yeah, your shit. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Hey, ask him to I'm used and to it. You, and let's just, be, let's just be honest. He was able to make money this week? People like me more. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Okay. Hey. Uh, that be, hey, that's that is the I best. Know, that I is get, my best hole in my man's state in my stable right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I get it. I get it. Okay. I need a pimp hat. I just need to shut my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut it. Can I get one of those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I need a cool pimp. Like Iceberg Slim. (laughs) That's a badass. Have you read his books, Patricio? Iceberg Slims? You don't know who the fuck that is. No, no, no. Man. Oh, man. (laughs) Let me tell you. The, the, The legendary pimp of Harlem. 
Yeah, he's at, but you know, he's a, he's from from your uh, Chicago. Is he really? Yeah, he's from Chicago. I, I just threw I threw a bone out there. Yeah, yeah, you know how he uh, you know he got his name. He basically get his name got his name from uh, he was in a bar. He's a tiny little skinny dude. Okay. He was in a bar and they come in to kill people in that bar, right? So these they come in, fucking light up the place. He had a glass. He's sitting there drinking this. He had this glass. Didn't even budge. Boom. Killed like five people in the bar right next to him. Right. This is a true story. And uh, and the bartender gets up from behind the bar and he goes, dude, you never stop drinking. He was like, hey, listen, if I was going to die, I was going to die with a good taste in my mouth. That was what he said. <laughs> and that guy goes, and that guy goes, man, you're cold as ice, Slim. And that's how he got his name, Iceberg Slim. He's a pimp. That's sweet. That's sweet. Coined that's the term, that hoe better have my money. That is you name. Should, you should read the book. It's a great book. <laughs> and, What's it called? Uh, it's that a, better have my money? Oh no! It, it, oh. it says that in the book, though, baby. That's not the name of the book. The man is a, it's a writer. I mean, created the pimp game. Yeah. Seriously, I spoke okay. like, so not what, an not an official sponsor of the rest of company one. What is the name of the book? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Just so, look yeah. in the notes. We'll get. So, anyways, to back to nine one one dispatcher. It's a joke. You know, so that Amanda, <laughs> you did you did this as a job. We've talked about this before. Yep. And yep. Uh, I heard Amanda. For a long time. Honest, this topic came up when we were the Kitchen Killers. Really? Yeah. yeah. Because the, the Kitchen Killers is something cool. And it's a cool we podcast. We do love them. You yeah. have to give them. Yeah, I will I be. Uh, that's, that's where I'm uh, yeah. defending my title tonight. So they, in the Kitchen Killers, uh, they actually interviewed everybody from the podcast and everybody from the company yep. that was there. And uh, it, when Amanda was talking, I was like, man. That is just the unknown topic. Like people do not give respect to the communication specialists and the people that uh, do that job. Like it's a, it's a right. unbelievable. And like uh, you know, it's it's the amount of like stress and stuff. So there's a new show, and there and again, like I don't know, like if we get shut down for mentioning shit, but watch <laughs> watch this show. It's uh, it's on uh, Oxygen, which is one of my favorite shows. A true crime. Uh, uh, network <laughs> and I'm a true crimer people. He is totally a true crime. I love true crime. I love my datelines of 2020s and shit down. like that. But they have a show that's on this about dispatchers there. It's 911 crisis center. Okay. And uh you lit it's there, you know, basically you would think what the fuck are they doing? But the reality is that they're in there listening to the you're listening to the phone calls, you're listening to these real emergencies. You're watching the dispatchers react to those things. You know oh. what I'm saying? So um when you're when you're in that situation in that room, like uh, there's different positions. So what different positions are they in the, the comp centers? <laughs> what kind of positions are they? Yeah, I like all of them. Yeah. Um. Anyways, right. which position What's is Jason favorite? the best at? So <laughs> specifically, obviously, every comp center is different, um, and she they totally run differently. I did. What'd you say? I said, which position do you think Jason is the best at? Oh, don't ask me that today. Um, oh. Well, put up, make a note of that, Patricia. Put a pin in it. So, so different positions in the in the <laughs> uh, What I meant. Uh, Nothing. Nothing. What? Hi. Oh. Hi, Hi, Jamie. You're busy. It's yeah. okay. It's all we need. Jamie's ass. Get it on camera. Get it on camera. Get it on camera. <laughs> Amazing on you. Yeah, they are. Just that. Oh. I, I, we were watching. Oh, I'm on the mic. All the way up in West America. Yes. No, she's got to turn around for you to be able to see it. 
Can we see your butt? <laughs> they are. It is amazing. Can we Unbelievable see your the butt, butt on that table. Turn around. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That and, and then PBRs and Trulies. That's it. That's it. No, thank you. Whatever you decide. I think. Feel free okay. to express yourself. Get the book. Thank you. Get the Thank book. you. Get the do book. what you Thank do. You. All right. Oh, you missed it. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Thank you for joining us tonight on uh, different positions of this radio. As yeah. the rotor turns. If I may, if I may. Yes. No, you may not. You may not. No, not after <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just kidding. Go, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. You know how hard it is to keep an eye on. on I know. I know. It's so distracting. Yeah. Yeah. I dribble my PBR every time she's around. I can't drink around her ass. It like, it is dribble, it's not right? that it's hard like, or we'd have an answer to position. Why do you think we want to, the little shorts? But she she doesn't want to wear them. So, so Amanda. Anyways. <laughs> what so, I miss? Am I... It, Somebody calls 911, there's a call taker. Yes. <laughs> right? And, and now, I've done some research on that. I told you, I was prepped. I'm prepped on this motherfucker. They take, okay. the, they take I'm prepped. the call. Let's hear what you got. They so, take, they so, take the call. how much you've learned. So, it, uh, how much you want it? Yeah. I want to know how much you want it. Oh, my so, God. So, <laughs> there's a, uh, generally, <laughs> in most places, 911 comes into uh, the police department of the area. Right? Yeah. Like a... If it's a county, usually a sheriff's office will answer mm-hmm. that. And then the call taker will shift the call over to either, like, police or fire, right? Yes. So it recently changed. Okay. Um, so it used to be whatever city you were in, it went to the closest or that city. Like, it would go to the specific city you were in or it would go to the sheriff's office. Yep. So now it goes based off of the cell phone tower that you hit. So, so it will go, awesome. your cell phone will hit the closest tower. And from there, it will decide who the closest law enforcement agency is. And it goes to them. That's fantastic. Um, I don't want to shock anybody, but I am like my, my computer just, I think it might have crashed. Oh, no. So are we not on? I can still see myself moving. What year? Me too. Huh. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> And I can still see you moving. I know. Yeah, stand by. I'm trying to figure this out. I can also still see you moving. But, like, I'm, I'm moving? Yeah. Just wow. stop touching it. I need to make sure that the broadcast... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah so I'm going to step out for a second. So you guys, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. yeah. So we're still recording, okay, right? Okay, so anyways. So let, let me ask you this, though. What year... I got a bunch of notes on my phone. Oh. So what year did uh, 911 become the actual emergency number? Oh, I don't know. 69. Ah. Hey, I'm telling you what, you're close to shit, baby. You're so smart. 68. 1968. Uh, uh, nope, nope, we're getting there. No, we'll go. We'll start on the West Coast. <laughs> that, that's gonna be about two minutes of you not saying anything. What color is she? Party yeah, yeah. So, listen. So, what landmark TV show 
One landmark. Are we still going? Oh, it's that one. So emergency, emergency. Right. Hold on, Patricia's on. What's Law up, Patricia? So stand by. All right, everybody. We are still broadcasting. Oh, okay, good. Right, we're still broadcasting. But however, I do not. Uh, Jason, if you have, uh, yeah, you'll be able to control the board on that side in regards to whatever goes up on the stream yard, the okay. display. But like, my computer is frozen right now, but it's still broadcasting. Okay. So we're 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 good. Sorry about that. Yeah, folks. yeah no worries, no worries, no worries. So check this out. So. Landmark landmark show that that basically made nine one one a wanted the... thing. Hold on, baby, let me say yeah, wanted thing called. for people. So that meant that most people had access to nine one one in the U.S. Like let's say forty some odd percent of people had nine one one that would uh, emergency services would get to your house within five minutes, right? So it would be back in the sixties. Back in the state, uh, it was oh. in the seventies. The show came up. 70? Okay. Yeah, so 1968, 911 becomes a thing. How did it get everywhere? Uh, what TV? Two TV shows. It's actually two TV shows. I would say, I would say, Dragnet. Emergency? Emergency is one. But before Emergency, there was one show. So Emergency is a spinoff of one other TV show. Oh. Oh. Man, I don't know. General Hospital? No, Adam 12. Oh, yeah. So Adam okay. 12 happens, and then okay. a spinoff of that is Emergency. Okay. And Emergency, basically, by, by the second season, 1972, Emergency, like, uh, five, and 911 was just about world uh, uh, world spread, by the way. Like, a lot of places use a three-number system. Right. And, uh, and then they basically had it, uh, like, uh, just the access to emergency advanced care was within five minutes. So every, everybody, by the end of the season, uh, to get to them you know <laughs> so let me see I, and i want to test jason right now so oh, i'm testing Jesus. you here so this is hold on a go. second hold so, on so we, we got Patricia on two screens hold on hold oh, okay. uh oh, what? So, you want to wait oh because he opened up so good so check this out so here we go okay you i want you to have use your best imagination jason right now i want you to use your best imagination <laughs> and i want you to have epi in your hand right yeah. now got it yeah Yes, thank you, Jamie. Epi You have Epi uh, code Epi, which, by the way, sir, as an ACLS instructor, you cannot use that terminology anymore. Let me correct you. Code you have one milligram and ten mLs. Okay. Yeah. One milligram and ten mLs. Yes. So you have that in your hand. One milligram and ten mLs. You've yep. taken it out of the box. Take it out of the box. Got it. So people can see you. Okay. Good. Boom. You pulled it out. Okay. Oh, whoa! Oh, there he is. I didn't even have to tell. Him. That man's paramedic card is good. You got to flick the caps, right? That's from the show. You got to flick the caps. Yeah, yeah, that's just it. Right there. There you go. Why would you not? Because, well, you should do it because you're cool and you're a medic. That's the only reason I can't medic. I the goal the is to hit somebody with it. I flip the caps. I'm a cap flipper. I don't even let anybody do that on scene. I flip the caps. Yeah. I do. I yeah. I had to draw it. Bicarb up the other yesterday. No shit, like, huh? Was like in a from a bottle. Yeah, oh, we yeah. have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like, yeah, backwater. Right COVID, COVID backwater. Like a few times. No, you know what it is? It's Bristol Jet backup. We, this is a whole topic for another show. <laughs> like, let me don't get me started on that shit. So, man. So nine one one. So like now, so you have the sheriff's office, but the the tower that's closest may even direct you to the local police department you or the sheriff's office, right? The, so there are two where I have worked allegedly. Allegedly, there are two different forms. There is a primary PSAP, which is the primary or a public safety answering portal, 
Okay. So there's a primary PSAP and a secondary PSAP. So in our area, law enforcement is always the primary PSAP. Okay. And they're the ones that answer the phone. You dial 911, that's who you get first. And now it goes from the close, whatever, wherever that tower is, the closest law enforcement agency. Doesn't okay. matter if it's a city or the sheriff's office or whatever. The closest one, that's where it goes. And that's who answers the phone and says, do you need police, medical, police or, or EMS? Gotcha. You ask for all three, even yep. though two are in the same place. But yeah, but that, that's not everywhere. That's not everywhere. That's not everywhere. So that is a general thing that yeah. law enforcement, you answer the phone, 911, do you need police, fire, or medical? Now, so in my research, one of the coolest shit, one of the most awesome places I've ever gone to teach as a resident company one is in Flint, Michigan. Oh. Went to Flint, Michigan. Now, if you're in, got to be a lot you, of stuff if you're in Flint, there. Michigan, and you and like who responds to an EMS call, police or the fire department? You're asking. So who go where, with who has the paramedics? Oh, since you're asking, I'm gonna go with police. It's the police. <laughs> yeah, I would. God I would have right. I have. The I was shocked out of my mind when yeah. I, I said, "We, you know, we're watching this as me, uh, Josh, and uh, handsome Andy." Is that because the cops yeah. shoot everybody? And no, yeah. Well, yeah. allegedly, sir. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly sir. <laughs> and and uh, so we get there, and like a cop, there's cops on the scene, and I see them touching EMS tools. Now you've seen what our cops do. Rob <laughs> works for us. He is an expert flashlight holder. Yeah, we're we gonna not fucking, talk about what like, Rob's done. The light, last two nights. believe me, a flashlight is a is an essential tool. Let me talk about it. Let me talk about that right now. So listen. That they hold flashlights. No the the light the light of yes. life is what I see. That was it. So like, but over there, I was watching them start IVs and shit. I'm like, what the what? fuck is going on? Like, Get stop touching that shit. Stop touching it. I was <laughs> doing it. Who the guy almost that? shot me. The guy almost shot me. It's like stop touching that shit. You're a cop. And he goes, yeah. Well, that's who does the EMS over there. Wow. So across the country, and I the 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 northeast also the same way. E, uh, EMS may be performed by the police department. Because a lot of those, a lot of that those like crazy. Midwest police officers or medics. Oh yeah, so baby, this is the thing in the Northeast. Uh, uh, a lot of places in the Northeast, Midwest is as common. Um, the fact is, the funded uh, agency is the police department, and that means that right. the fire department is a volunteer system. Yeah. Right. So, so paramedics. Yeah, absolutely. Does anybody know why you have to, as a sit, as a municipality, provide? Hey, Carlos. Do you know why, as a municipality, why you have to provide emergency medical care to citizens and stuff over the population? I, I, yeah, why do you, as a as a city or as a county, ha, uh, are responsible for providing emergency medical care? No, no, that was my answer. Like, it's because of the population. Well, it's for the population. There, like that's an easy question. Like, you know, but you're not a medical person, so like when I'm in a medical class and I go, hey. What's the contraindication for this medicine? <laughs> and somebody, and I'd like, I'd like the, to buy a vowel. Yeah, yeah, there's always an asshole that screams out like known sensitivity or allergic reaction. I go, yeah, that's an easy one. That's low hanging fruit. But why is a city? Why would you, as a county, let's say I'm the county commissioner, why they, would I need to provide emergency care to the people in that in that county? Well, they have a they have a uh, um, obligation to 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 make sure that if, if if somebody is is calling for help. That they're able to provide it. See, I would, man, I would assume a, that that would be the best thing. But I'm asking, yeah, when, when you assume, yeah, you make yeah. an ass out of you, not yeah, me. I apologize. Yeah. So 
that you know how many people don't know this answer to this? It's, it's not you, yeah. man. Yeah. But the reality is this. So we the EMS is assigned to the Department of Transportation. Right. Yep. Right. The Department of Transportation, part of the Department of the Interior. So Department of Transportation is who writes the standards and procedures for education for paramedicine, EMS itself. And then check this shit out. If you want it, all, it's all down to dollars. If you want federal dollars that are handed out by the Department of Transportation, you have to provide a minimum standard of medical uh, care in the municipality. Gotcha. So that's so the why. best way for those volunteer departments to do it is to have the officers that are paid full time. Yes. Uh, automatically be who's able to there, apply. who yeah. comes into work, and like gotcha. you can't count on people's goodwill to provide EMS. Gotcha. So that's so that's the reality of EMS in general. Like people don't understand that. So that's why. 911 that call taking was originally assigned to the police department. People had paid police officers. Oh. It is crazy to me that people still rely on people that volunteer for EMS. Yeah, that's like crazy. How deep? You know what, the, though? No, I, no, I say, will though, say, there is goodwill out there in the world. Right? Yes, and I, and I will say this. Like, I, I think... What happens when everybody's busy that day? Well, th- I think that, like, in, in the... Uh, Areas that have a, like a legitimate volunteer department, they have schedules still. So they're they are working. People it's are not, at it's the not fire like, station. Yes, there's yeah. always there's always somebody there. You know what happens when nobody's available? There's day? always somebody there. It doesn't matter. They have they will make sure that there's somebody there to cover that area. That you know, it's probably area. dear and near to your heart because your department allegedly that you work at. <laughs> Was a was a yeah. volunteer department at one I point, right? I started as a volunteer. Yeah. I started oh. now now I started as a volunteer that did exactly what you think. I get I had a pager. I uh, it would go off and then I would go to the fire station <laughs> what and is I would Well, it's a little it's a Ryan, you were you were uh on the job. Were you a volunteer when you started off as a Yes. As a you telling them. So this right here is the uh is uh Hi, Ryan. Ryan Hi, guys. Ryan I allegedly, I allegedly work with Ryan. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, 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 we both are employed, and his lovely Somewhere. wife is over there too. She's Hi. allegedly employed at the same place we were employed. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So I feel you, like we're all. Yeah. So you started off. You started off in EMS. <laughs> Tell people about you. Yeah. So, uh, so I started off in EMS. Uh, I guess in 1998, back in uh, northeastern, uh, northeast uh, United States, up in Pennsylvania. Uh, so I started off as a volunteer firefighter, uh, EMT back in, uh, 98. And, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, to what, uh, Jason said, we, we didn't have that same, uh, system system. Yeah. Know, we, uh, we were a very small department, uh, answered probably about 70 calls a year, 70, 80 calls a year, you oh, know, wow. think wow. about, uh, think about, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> here in Florida, there's, there's stations that are doing 70 calls a day. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So. so, I actually have a really weird question to ask because yeah, I uh, I recently got introduced to a Tyler Perry show that now I'm obsessed with, and part of the premise of the show is it takes place you know near near a police station, but uh, I see that the uh, dispatch is in the same facility as the police station. Now is yeah, that most is places? It, yeah, is that normal? Places, yeah. yeah, man, they're right. Like where you where you're at, you you know most of the time you are in the station itself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except for like fire and EMS, usually that's in a different place than actual fire and EMS because they're spread out all over. 
But as far as law enforcement, because their station is their car, yeah. they have one place to go to. And yeah. that's usually where the dispatchers are. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So so then you be, you became you were, you were doing it part time. Uh, yeah. So I was volunteer. Um, and then in 2000, I decided that I was going to uh, go career. So I went to a, a again, a very small career fire department. It was uh, the closest career fire department to the house was about uh, 45 minutes from my house. Um, yeah. I did that for just under two years and quickly realized that somebody had to die or retire in order for me to get promoted get, get it, yeah. and make more than $5.85 an hour. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like the Black <laughs> Empire. Yeah. Right? So uh, um, at that point, I decided that I was going to join the Army. So I joined oh, the Army. I joined the Army on August 7th of 2001. Because fuck it, there's nothing going on. I'll do four years standing on my head. Ain't that some shit? Oh, <laughs> Ain't that some my shit? God. You're gonna get goosebumps, right? Yeah. I got goosebumps right now because you're gonna hear this shit, right? I'm, I'm listening. So yeah. So Ryan has uh so this I love I've I've worked with Ryan and like it's just he's a dude don't really talk much about himself and shit. You know what I mean? He's one of those people you just meet, you know, they do the job and they do the job. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, we show up, we order he's a standard dude. We order, you know, my standard thing is I got to make sure that my partner eats. Bare minimum. What that guy's going to do, he's going to eat that day. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I'm always Uber eating shit in and stuff. You know, I'm making sure that they're doing their, their thing, right? So, uh, you know, never do. But, like, Ryan one day left a, a copy. I think he was, like, like copying. You were copying some, like, where there's a picture of you in, the, in like, your resume or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so... I'm working with this guy, and we're going to have this other dude on the podcast one day. We call him the Colonel. So uh, he's a Colonel, a retired Colonel from the Air Force, F- FBI agent, just an all-around hustler. So this dude looks at a picture of Ryan, and he's looking at all the little ribbons and shit that Ryan's got, right? Yeah. Look at these ribbons, and then he goes, God damn, look at that ribbon right there. I don't know what he's talking about. And then he looked up. He go. He look. He, there's a way to look up. Like if that guy wearing that ribbon really did earn that ribbon, right? What ribbon was he referring to? Uh, bronze star. Yeah, bronze star. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, and, and you know, man, we appreciate your service, man. Yeah, and, you know, sure. I'm the I'm the father of a serve kid serving right now, and uh, and it's uh, insane. You know, like to me as a dad, but we're because the world is under like just different fucking shit. You know what I mean? But. Like this whole time, I'm thinking I'm working to next to a big doucher, and the man's got a big bronze star. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like it's crazy as shit. So you know, like which I, I definitely want to have you on the show to talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I think that, that like people don't know what a medic does in combat, and you got your job providing medicine in the absolute worst yeah, place. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so when I went into the army, I was uh, EMT basic. Um, I got my I cut my teeth, as you can say, in Iraq. You know, <laughs> so uh, um, and then, uh, of course, one of the things that I would love to change or, or work towards changing is, you know, uh, all of the medics in the army, except for those that are in uh, special forces, come out of the army as EMT basics. You know, so it doesn't uh, I would love to to work towards a way to um, make the, the combat medics easier to get to paramedicine. You know, I think that uh, I think that's a uh, an extremely important thing that we need to work on. I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I feel like that's you're not in it. I'm sorry. I think that's not a great idea, it. and I think that that's you gotta get that, in it. That you can actually actually do. Yeah. That would be 
That would be amazing because they, the, all of you that have come in the military have so much more experience when it comes to like legit trauma stuff. No, absolutely. Anybody can bring somebody to the hospital yeah. for a toe pain, <laughs> exactly. you know, you know, and, and here's the thing though, is, uh, we, we definitely have the, the cognizant ability. I mean, the, the ASVAB scores for, for medics are some of the highest in the, in the military, right? So we, we definitely have the, the aptitude. Um, we just need to get the training, right? So yeah. we, we have uh, an excellent trauma training program. Um, it's just the, a matter of getting that medical side of things, right? So, yeah. you know, if you, if, you know, if you take any combat medic right now and ask him the contraindications for, uh, you know, uh, ketamine administration, they're not going to be able to tell you. Right? And, and you know, this is, or, it's not their job, right? right it's not exactly. what they're taught. Exactly. So, like, so we need to get them the, the medical training. We need to get them the pharmacology. But uh, there's no reason why we couldn't do that in a matter of, you know, 18 weeks. Yeah. Well, know, so so weeks. what is the training that you go through? Because there's got to be, uh, there's got to be a, a crossover, and, and, uh, right? You know, I don't want to stop you, Jason. Okay, right. But in accordance with Miss Jody, so we don't fucking yeah. piss people off. I am. I know. Like, uh, we got to like, but like, that's why I was saying. We, that's we the definitely show. will have Brian talk about because like, yes. I definitely don't want to cut your, your story into chopping it up, you know, and I think that those are those cliffhangers that we never use on the show because we go into our <laughs> Yeah, no, wait, legit, we, we could, we could do a whole show on that. No, no, it's a whole sure. show. Absolutely. I, it is a whole show, you yeah. know. And uh, so, but what I wanted to get to is yeah, sure. throughout that whole volunteer time, before you go in the military, you come back, you, uh, did you ever work as a 911 operator? Uh, so I did, uh, I did do some 911 dispatching. Um, I did probably about a year and a half. Um, it was strictly EMS uh, dispatching. Um, and then uh, we also did dispatched uh, helicopters as well. So, because, you know, the cool thing is that, our nine, our communication specialist allegedly, four shots, and then we need like uh, add four them, shots? more shots. Oh, four shots. We need to add everybody in to the okay, shot so right now. So, however many people. So are this is the thing, Amanda. Like that, I wanted to get to. I know I had a, I had a point. I always have a point. So we get the communication people, the nine one one operators, the people that are that are responsible for call, you know, sending out the call, calling, getting help out there, right? They're your first, first responder. First, first responder, right? Mm -hmm. Like in the environment that we work in, allegedly, okay, is the most underpaid oh, yeah. position. Oh, yeah. oh ab absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in the air medical environment, which is our main customer, right? That's what we do. Right. Allegedly. Right? Allegedly. allegedly. In the air medical environment, they are not only responsible for getting us to the call, giving us the right directions, flight following us, because if something happens to us, they're the, checks to see where you they're are. the ones calling for help for right. our rescue, right? Yep. So it's so underpaid in our industry that allegedly a few months back, we were so short on these, uh, on these uh, specialized medical people that you, as a, as a alleged flight paramedic, yeah, they they asked me to come in are, and, and, and help out, and there uh, are a few alleged flight paramedics that do that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There. That's crazy. There's one today. <laughs> yeah. So like, you, they were so short that these guys America. had to go in there and actually work, <laughs> wow. and not and not not the good shifts. You had to work like <laughs> overnights, overnights, <laughs> yeah. right? That's something nobody wants to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, it's either that or you have one person in a in a communication center and. You know, uh, I, I don't have the standards in front of me, but I believe the the came standards is uh, is one per two helicopters. Per two helicopters. Yeah. So, 
So um, the reality is, most of the time, you got uh, one two. doing four, yeah, five or six. Right. Yeah. That's no good. And then, and then our alleged comm center is also responsible for all of the patient movement in and out of the hospital. Of a giant what? hospital yeah. system. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. They're, they're overworked. Oh, they're 100%. overworked. It's no wonder they're, they're understaffed. And they're undervalued. Yes. And, you know, it's kind of like why one of the things that I made sure I did, like, during, like, Thanksgiving and stuff is I made sure they have food. Yeah. I always make, again, my thing is, see, I'm Spanish. And, like, so how, we fix, your love language. how we fix problems yeah. is food. Right, yep. like if I could, if I could have a drug box full of like food, Casserole. yeah, and like just make you feel better. Phrasing, yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, like Patricia, if somebody dies in your family, what is the most essential thing you got to get in the oven right away? But I mean, yeah, you got to get pork in the oven. Really? Somebody mm-hmm. dies, you get you're cooking a ham or a or a pork leg, a pork based product. Yes, absolutely. Why, why that, does it have to be because pork? that is healing, that, and that's God's food. That's God's food. Yeah, I feel yeah. like there's and not, there's no Muslims in this family. There's, there's <laughs> yeah, there is not a fandom Muhammad in that place. So that being said, you as a dispatcher, are you on? Do you did you ever feel that you were undervalued in that position? Oh, she for totally sure. Lies. Every single person, every single dispatcher the I've ever talked to. You're. You're underappreciated. You are the punching bag for not only the person that's calling 911, which is probably the worst moment of their life. Yeah. You're the punching bag for all of the people that you're dispatching and sending places because the reality of it is, as a dispatcher, you're only as good as your caller. And that's a real thing. People think we're full of shit when we say that. But that's true. I'm not a mind reader. I don't know where you are without you, you telling me. You got to draw the information. Like, yes, we have technology that has come leaps and bounds and does amazing things. You know, I was able to use one time Google Maps and I followed a fire truck all the way around this big giant field and led them straight to where the patient was. That's amazing. But it took patience and it took time. It took the people on that truck to work with me. And understand that I'm working as hard as I can, as best as you can, with what I have in front of me, and I'm not out there. I'm not where those people are. I have, and then we get yelled at, and we get hated on, and we get told that our jobs don't matter. People don't know what you're being in that stuck room. And let me tell you, it's opened up my mind. Like watching this show, like when I'm watching this show, like watching these ladies try to talk a mom to breathe into their kid. And stuff. Yes. We talked about that a few podcasts ago. Yeah. But I have two, a couple cases that, that I think are unreal. That, that, uh, and I'm, real quick, yeah. real quick. She is not the normal dispatcher. She is oh. the dispatcher you want. Oh, she is of the dispatcher. Is. So, so will, are you the, trying to earn hammering points? Back? <laughs> this is what won him over. Yeah. Yeah. Because she is the person that would actually Go the extra mile to do the right thing. Yeah, versus, like Google Maps versus man, that's not, awesome. Yeah, you know, and and she's gotten in trouble for that. Yeah, for, for doing the right thing. Extras, extras sometimes create problems, yes. right? Like like what bosses, right? Because you're trying you're, not to do the right. Thing. You're out of the right. standard. But at the same time, me then, and Ryan, me and Ryan had the same type of conversation during lunch today. But then there are yeah. some people like I was always one of them where there's two things I'm gonna do. I'm going to err on the side of the patient of because that's my responsibility. Yeah. 
But on the flip side, I'm also going to err on the side of the safety of my crews that are going there. Absolutely. Yeah, as you should. And that causes problems, which it shouldn't. No. Yeah. But it's amazing that it does. Because just like any type of job, you get people in a management type role and they forget where they came from. Yeah. They forgot what it was like to be out there and to take that every day. You know, I've had everything from the worst caller I've ever had was a nurse that her seven-month-old baby wasn't breathing. Nurses, paramedics, doctors, you're the worst patients, you're the worst callers. Every damn one of you. But that's because your training tries to come in, but then your other instincts kick in too. So I've had callers like that. I had a man that took his last breath on the phone with me. I've had the lady that her baby got ejected out of a car. Like, to the lady that called because the raccoon was dying. Like, literally. Right. Literally have had it all. And that's very real. And that's a very hard (laughs) emotional roller coaster to be on. And they say that our positions as dispatchers are not as impactful on our health and our mental well-being as yours is in the field because we don't have to see it. You know, one of my notes I have is I'm watching this lady, this uh, this one lady there. She said, I've been a dispatcher like 18 years or something like that on the show. And she's popping like uh, in acid pills and yes. shit like that, right? Because that like the, the amount of stress. You get a stressful call like that guy doing taking his last breath. On there, what I'll do never you, forget what, it. What do you do after that call? The call's done. You you hang out the phone. People are there. You answer the next one. So you don't. Do you take like a? Is there a ten minute break? Is there nothing? That, can you call a timeout? I mean, I guess it depends. Um, so the day that that specific call happened, where that guy took his last breath on the phone with me. There was something else going on in the comm center. I don't even know what it was, but they were all laughing and joking. And I stood up and yelled at everybody basically and was like, and I was directing people how to do their jobs. And it took probably four hours for anybody in a a management type role to realize that I had just taken a call like that. And then they came in and asked me if I was okay. Now you did, you went home at that time. After after your shift was over, like, were you still like... That call came in probably between 10 or 11 in the morning. I went home when I got off at 7. At 7 Did we night. ever get to go home after, like, a traumatic event? Well, like... Some people do. Yeah. And, it's, and the reality is... I'm glad you asked that question. Normally, I would put you in timeout for interrupting. But... <laughs> no, but the, it's uh, the, uh, the, I'm glad... to go home after a traumatic event. No, you haven't. And because you haven't asked to. Yep. Oh, you're right. Have you asked to go home? Because no. what do you do after the bad patient? Where do you go? Go get another patient. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you go to the next one. Go to the next one. You know, Ryan, you you work on standards, right? You work. You're yep. allegedly a member of certain boards. You're a member of certain things that, like, were you know, that is responsible. They're responsible for, for creating yep. the the appropriate way for us to act in yes. in their medical environment, right? That's correct. Now. Is, is there something wrong with you just having a bad situation happen and go, hey, I need time? No. In fact, there is a huge push right now for um, provider well-being and provider mental health. The, uh, we have a – allegedly, we have a conference coming up in uh, April, uh, March, 
and uh, and that's <laughs> March and April. March and April. Yeah. All of it. All of it. I mean, well, conference season <laughs> runs from March to October, so yeah. pick one. Um, well, this alleged conference be in Alabama. It is. It's in Orange yeah. Beach, oh, Alabama. Yeah. So that's CC 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 TMC. Yeah. Okay. That's yep. so many C's for this. <laughs> so the Critical Care Medical Transport Conference. Yes, right? that's correct. And now that's in Orange Beach, Alabama. Are that's you correct. Be there, Ryan? Yep. I am. So yeah. We have a we have a board meeting. You? Yeah, absolutely. We have a and board me, meeting. And me and you, we will be there. Um, but yeah, so we we have a whole uh, section dedicated to nothing but uh, provider well being and provider mental health. We really do need so, to. I, go ahead, baby. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We really do need to work a lot more on that. Yes. Like, we because it's a be big able, problem. We need to be able to provide support and treatment for that. And uh, it drives me crazy. So as of uh, today, I got an email confirmation. I will be presenting at uh, First Air First Care, uh, which will be a lecture that I'll be doing there. This is the Call of Eagles conference. It's the biggest medical director conference in the United States. And uh, I'll be presenting in our topic uh, on the nursing EMS track. So there's not a lot of tracks that cross over, but it's a uh, hundred reasons why I lived. And it's uh, basically talks about the, this 48 hour period. And, and I haven't done it. Like I'm telling you, like it's uh this is straight from the heart. Like it's so hard to even put a PowerPoint to this, but this is a 48 hour period that I was so euphoric because I had made that decision to kill myself. You know what I mean? I made the decision. I, you know, I'm over the sad sadness of it. I'm just in this this period of time, and uh, there's a hundred reasons why I lived that day, and uh, uh, in, that, in those two days. And uh, I'm gonna do uh, it's a 60 minute thing. I'm gonna do there first there first care, which is uh, uh, July, June, July, June, June. and uh, you know, uh, hopefully people will be there. People come in there. There's not a lot of awareness to the amount of people to this year. People's I have have people's that, uh, number that I have on my phone have killed themselves yep. in our industry. Do you know anybody like that in the in the communications world? What do you guys like to be called? Dispatchers, communication specialists? I think everybody has their own. I think at this point in time, it's just a matter of being recognized as part of the system that matters. Yeah. I I mean, one of the big things that they've been fighting for for the last couple of years was to put us on the that bill that protects you health wise because right. it's not healthy that you sit in a chair for 12 hours. Yeah. That's not, not healthy for anybody. Yeah. Like I told you I mentioned it a few podcasts back in like a 6 month period of time yeah. we had 3 of us that had to have emergency gallbladder removal surgery. Yeah. That was job related. You will yeah. never tell me that it wasn't job related. Well, you know, it, it, we were talking about in the office the other day, the, the lifts, the working the desk yeah. where you lift, that comes from the dispatcher. It does. Work. And they also have ones now that are treadmills. Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah, where well, you actually stand up and you're yeah. doing Yeah, and you're walking. I used yeah. to, so not everybody does it because some people, you just get content where you are. And I get that. I was always one that had to be moving. So I was up and down all day. I yeah. stand for a while and I'm always one and we haven't had any of these situations in the office yet, but if something happens and like something goes down and it's really busy and it's like, we're going to think and think and think I'm standing up. Yeah. So in some of the worst calls I've ever had, you're on, the, you're on your feet. I stood up because you think better that way. Your that's mind your is position. sharper. Like that's, that's for me, that's position. just where it was. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what it's like to sit down when I need to. Yeah, right. and that's uh, that's interesting I, with Trish. I think she does like her attention deficits. It's connected to her ass. 
Like she sits down, I she ain't recording anything. Right. There's no recording button hit on her. Now you stand up, bam, she's recording. Right. It's shit. You know, like if I have a conversation with Tristan down, that shit it's not saved it's anywhere. Not sta- it's not staying. Whereas anywhere. like people like you and like Jason, you're eye contact people. So yeah. we have to be like, no, look at me. Yeah, absolutely. And hear the words I'm saying. If you don't fucking make eye contact with me, I don't know what the it fuck didn't you happen. just say. Like what like what yeah. did you just say? It well, didn't I happen. Listen, you didn't I don't know. Anything. I don't know what listen, the the I've uh, already learned that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um uh, in it it's the, the health concept, one of the notes I had. You know, as I'm researching and shit to, to try to talk about this, um, I realized, like, I started how to wear compression stock uh, socks when I go to the office because I sit yeah. so long. I'm not used to sitting like yeah. that. You have to wear them all the time. And I sit there. I know we're not going to talk about that right now. And uh, I sit there in that office and I get edema and shit in yeah. my, my legs. So it, it, crazy shit. I do too. When we left the other day, yeah. we'd been sitting for so long, yeah. especially the first day when yeah. we didn't even stop and eat lunch. Yeah. My feet were like three times the size they were when I got there. And that oh, used to happen to me working in the comm center for 12 hours. An hour and 15 minutes. Gotcha. Yep. All right, guys, keep track of that time for me. Yeah, we get, yeah. Let's, we'll try to wrap it up. 12 minutes. So, listen. But it's a real thing, and it's a very ignored thing. And it's it is very, a very ignored frustrating thing. Yeah. because and a lot of it comes down to, for us as dispatchers, it's, there's a, there's a gap. There's a large under, misunderstanding on the dispatcher side that we don't understand what you do out there, but you also have no idea what we do. I think a lot of times, especially everybody in EMS should be able to, not should, but it should be mandatory yes. for every single orientation for you to spend at least one to two shifts. I in think dispatcher. What, what, what happens when uh, you? I'm, I'm talking. Oh, oh, oh God damn! God damn! I'm like, scared. Like I got Pablo packing heat. So, anyways, <laughs> two minutes for Carlos too. Exactly. Thank you. One. One to two shifts with the dispatchers, a shift or two with the paramedics, if you're not a medic, or like a shift or two with the EMTs or the firefighters. Like if you're involved in the EMS system, you should spend at least one or two shifts with every single person that's involved. The funny, the funny thing is, I, I completely agree with you. I, and I, and you. I think that that is, that, does that happen where you work at? It, well, it, it used to. nowhere. It used oh, to. No, 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 no. That it, Ryan. It, it used to happen. And what happened when you were with me? <laughs> oh, oh my! Let's one, I almost that. died. <laughs> almost died. And then um, you almost had a baby. What? But, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. Did you almost die because you were, you know, uh, what was it worth today? <laughs> just snatching. Were you just snatching? Maybe a little. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was kidding. Did Amanda's oil get checked while you were dissnatching? We cannot confirm nor deny that. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. You know, what we well, but anyway, hold on, hold on, hold on. Even when like nurses are hired in the oh, emergency shit. department, I think that they should have to also spend that time You're with right. EMS so they can learn what they do. And because if they don't know, like, I yeah, see right, so on. often hey, that they don't on, give respect to the medics yeah. and the EMTs on, buddy, right, that come in and give reports to them. And 
It's right. ridiculous. Listen, so whatever. Although he's a giant hippo ass, we love him. He makes a valid point. Absolutely. So I was a dispatcher for many years before I met him. And we met in a very professional way. We met going to meetings and working on policies <laughs> together. Like, like but it really was Me like too. it. Me and Trish met in a professional manner as yeah. well. We will talk about that again. But her Anyways, oil did get checked, allegedly. Anyways. That's what? But so I had a certain mindset because that's what you're trained and you're molded to have in yeah. that position. So I had a mindset. And then somebody like him and some other people that he worked with came in and they opened my eyes and I went out in the field and I saw what they were really dealing with. And I heard on the other side of the radio what we sound like. Like one of my biggest flaws was that I would always rattle off an address too fast. And he's like, tell me how you can write that down. Can you understand? And can you remember what she just said? And no. I'd be like, oh, I have no idea. I, I, I couldn't even keep up. Is he on? Is he on? Hold it made on. me slow down. Man, I'm going to pause you for no, a second good. there because we have an American hero on the, uh, on the air right yeah. now. Yeah. This, this is the uh, he is allegedly a soldier with the United <laughs> States Army, and his name is the douche. <laughs> this, will be, this will be my son. Is he buddy, freezing cold at this buddy, point? Buddy, can you hear me right now? Can you say something? Speak into your phone, son. Son, anything. He's, Hi, Carlos. Hello. We love you. Can, hello, hello. Are you cold? Hello. Hey, hello, Steve. Hey, what but, do you want for Christmas, Carlos? Ahead. Buddy, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Hey, uh, are you cold right now? What? Are you cold? Are you cold? Yeah, it's freezing. It's like zero degrees right now. Oh, you, my God. What do, you, what do you want for Christmas? You want some long underwear? <laughs> he wants a heated blanket. Yeah, I need, I'm going to get one here soon. It's, <laughs> it's freezing. And all it does is snow here. Heated We've already got sucks. like 10 inches. He's in I, don't, a, I don't have any girls to send you. I'm sorry. He's in Alaska. There's plenty of fat chicks in Alaska right now. Allegedly. I'm sure there are. How, how do we let the 10 <laughs> inches go without a joke? Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, buddy, are you wearing pants right now? <laughs> yeah. Are they 10 inches long? <laughs> so, hey, uh, you know, man, I say I talk about them on the air all the time. I even sent you I sent them a picture the other day of the initial like testing of the water egress chair. So the first water egress chair we ever do at the rescue company one, this this guy on the air right now is the test dummy on it. He's a big. I'm gonna send you that so you can we can post it up on the stuff because you got people got to see this. So me and Josh put him in the chair and then we tell him to act like he's a helicopter pilot <laughs> flying it. And it's hilarious when you look at it. And then we flip him over. And when we flip him over, we realize that we never told him how to like undo the seatbelt. But he figured out because you know he's an idiot. We love you, Carlos. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't so, you can't kill stupid. So listen, so, your Christmas present may be late, but it'll get there. I promise. You hear that, buddy? Yeah. Hey, man, I love you, man. I'll call you after we get done. Uh, All right, say hello. We guys. love you, Carlos. Hey, what? Hey, Carlos, you still there? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Hey, what day is today? Does anybody want to hear your opinion? Shut the fuck up, Friday. Shut the fuck up, Friday. Shut the fuck up, Friday. Yeah. Up. Fuck up Friday. Totally I am writing a, Friday. I am writing a parenting book because that is the best soldier anybody's ever seen right there. He carries shit and you don't ask any goddamn questions. <laughs> and he just, you know, shows up. What am I doing today? Walk over there. Okay. I, whatever you say. Can I get a sandwich? You feed him a sandwich. You got a friend for life. <laughs> That's true. It's a true story. I love you, buddy. I'll call you we later. We love you, Carlos. <laughs> Bye. Love you guys. Yeah.
So, you know, Amanda's got a baby now over there. All of a sudden, we talked about Amanda and uh, Jason. I know. Pablo walks yeah. over and gives me a hug. I'm like, no, I don't want you. Yeah, the baby. Give me that baby. That baby is adorable. Give me that baby. She's on the payroll now. And, uh, and like, listen, we do commission babies. So we have a we baby what? that shows that just, just a commission baby that we got there. We yeah. Um, <laughs> Listen, uh, just to kind of wrap up, man. I do have a case I want to talk about. Okay, so the uh, right as I'm doing all this research and stuff like that, I start realizing here's a 911 call where the operator is talking to a person going through his procedures. Right, he's doing the right thing. He's doing the right thing. He's sticking to the script per se. Right, almost like a. That's what you guys. You guys have oh, like yeah. different like. You know, scripts and stuff you have to read through when Based you're doing Based on it. what the complaint is. Okay. So here's the scenario. A lady calls in and she says, hey, I am a, uh, I'm the uh, the supervisor of this child visit today for the Department oh. of Children's. Right? So she's a supervisor for these kids being delivered to this house to be, and she's supposed to supervise the visit with the father for a couple hours. You see what I'm saying? And uh, as soon as she gets the kids there... The father, this is a tiny lady, it's a small person. The father overpowers her, takes the kids inside the house, locks the door. Okay, so now then she's calling the nine one one dispatcher, telling this is who this I am. This was on Dateline in twenty twenty in uh, forty eight hours. All three covered it, and uh, it's, a, it's a story you, you, people can follow. I don't want to sense. I don't want to give this guy any more notoriety that he's already no, got so i'm not going to mention his fucking name he's a douchebag and uh and uh so the the father at the time is under suspicion for killing the wife which uh she disappeared there's no proof of it but anyways long story short we know the motherfucker did it and then the guy basically was getting supervised visit the grandparents by the way it's interesting that we talk about this a week ago the grandparents were, were just awarded a wrongful death suit against him Against the, not against him, against him and against the county, against the uh, Department of Children's and Services in that state. Okay, for not, doing for not protecting the kids. Yeah, millions of dollars Good. here. Now check this As out. Should have been. So here's the 911 dispatcher though. He's going through his script. He's doing oh. the things he's supposed to do, and the lady from the Children's and Services is telling him the situation like a play by play. Now this man did a good job. He stayed on the line the whole time. But at that moment in time, he dispatched what the information she provided is, I'm delivering the kids to a father. I'm supposed to supervise the visit. You with me? And uh, uh, But he just locked me out. It seems like a domestic dispute, which I is, which is the, car, the cops are dispatched, not lights and sirens, they're dispatched with team. Correct? Yeah. And your experience dispatching the police performance, like how many of these domestic violence situations turn deadly? turn like into a real lights and siren situation i mean thankfully personally i've never taken any of those i've never been on the phone for that in the law enforcement side now i have been involved in some pretty bad ones on the ems side i had a mom who called and her son was barricaded in the house and he had just shot her and her husband um and they just went to check on him, but he was sick and he was mad and he, you know, hated the stepdad and it turned into this whole thing. And everybody was like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, uh, nope, you need to send everybody you can and yes. they need to get there now. 
so they talk about like um at a at a pediatric trauma center the like percentage of patients that are in PICU that are abuse cases it's a big it's a lot yeah. babe i think that's a whole show on its own that's all it is you it know is. It, it's like you know children and the elderly are target for bad people man like it's just a shit it's a shit thing man it's a but back to the subject like now this man did did his job yeah right he did like dispatch is there anything in your script that allows you to speed up the response of the police officer no not really um so that's the difference in the person so this is when you what you jason you and jason were talking about this is the things that you would get in trouble for right yeah because i would have been Nope, this is an emergency call. You need to go lights and sirens to this. That's so weird. Like, I would never do that. And it's it's a thing where you have to follow your gut and you have to have instincts. And just like being a paramedic or being a nurse is not for everybody, being a dispatcher is not for everybody. You know, I, I know we're getting close on time, and I, I'm going to say this about the time, shit, real quick. That, the reality is, yeah, some people don't want to listen to more than an hour type or an hour and a half type show. But, like, you know, if it's boring, just turn the shit off. Right. The, yep. the reality is that we're, like, this is this is the shit that, like, if you really want to get into our job, like, this is the shit you got to know. Right. You got to know this shit right here. Like, this is the real shit. Yeah. So the real thing is that, that if you did the human thing, which step up the police officers, you could potentially get in trouble for doing that. And you would. What is it, it, like people don't fucking understand the mental aspect of doing your job and yeah. then getting in trouble for doing your fucking job, it's doing their best for people. So uh, j just just so you know that because of the regulations with with uh, allegedly the place I work, the dispatch system, I don't even respond to calls until I get all of the information. And that's that's that sucks. But if I if I get a regular call, I'm not responding. I, I can tell you that right now. I'm not responding. And why is that? Because the way that the system is set up is immediately, immediately they they, they tone out the, the closest trucks and they say respond immediately without getting any information on what's going on. Yeah. That's not right. That is not right. Yeah. I because mean immediately after they do that they go oh you can cancel it's a it's a different response and we're going to turn out the jurisdictional truck to that area you know and 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 it's it's ridiculous and it's it's absolutely insane to say that a human can't make the right decision but a human should be able to make the right decision and and do the right thing based on what's being told and what's being said absolutely yeah, yeah. So, it based out real quick though as a normal topic on the rescue as the road returns here we have a, a special guest stopping by what is I, your name <laughs> you can talk on there come on here. Right here, no? you have to. she's very <laughs> she's very lovely miss j yeah miss j miss j lovely right now you can hear robbie turning the radio the thing off <laughs> what do you do miss j miss j what do you do for a living no worries it's fine it's okay we love people coming out of the bathroom there that's why we do the show here yeah. what do you do for a job what do you do for a living 
Yeah. Oh, I got that's what I thought. I answered it. Get this one with beer. Okay. Are we doing another shot? Yeah, one more shot. One more round. Let's just do this one. We'll do this one for Miss J. I don't have one. Yeah. Give out. Give oh. What does she do? Give that to Trey. Whatever the fuck Whatever. she wants. That's what she said. Yeah. 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 Cheers. I just gave it to her. She didn't have oh. one. Oh. Cheers. 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 There we go. So there we go. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. So, you know, Jason, when you bring up this thing. No, you're fine. Again, like I've said it a few times throughout today, I think there's so many subsessions off this topic that Absolutely. people don't understand. That people, Absolutely. But I want, it, I want the message to be clear. So, like, let me finish the, the case I gave Amanda real quick. So what ends up happening is this man ends up, killing his kids inside the house. Um, and as the lady describes, I hear two shots. Now they step up the police officers, right? And then he poured gasoline all over the house, and then he lit the house and himself on fire, and then burning and killing the ki- the children. And uh, the reality is that this man, mentally, I could tell while I'm watching him on the show, the, the, I, can, I can mentally, I can see this guy's anguish and the shit that he's gone we've through. Seen that shit here in Orlando. He like is, there have yeah. been yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. there, I'm right. sure there more. Are, I'm sure more. People that used to work at maybe the Level One Trauma Center that have decided to well, take their families hostages. And those people are have been put through a lot. I'm sure. Well, but you the, know, the reality is that, that that it gets a focus it's a police officer. It's a fireman. It's yeah. a paramedic. But the, the yeah. dispatcher is the forgotten soldier here. Yeah. Yeah. And they're the ones that have to listen to the whole the, thing. Is the forgotten person, and you can't see it. You can't even get in there. You can't do this. You don't see it. And so How, does many, that affect you not being able to fucking see it? It does for me. Um, and one of my biggest things for the longest time is that you don't know how it ends. Like, it's the mic. He keeps is not knowing how it ends like you don't know what what happened you don't know what the end result was and that's that's hard yeah no Um, conclusion no closure yeah yeah like you guys sometimes get the outcome or you go all the way to the hospital and you know what happened between the call and the hospital a lot of times i'll look that shit up days later right because you have that ability yep you know the interest- we don't have that ability i, I can't I do it i can't and do it i had to get a note from my doctor for my psych psychologist psych psychiatric doc yeah that basically kept me from having to do the callbacks so one of the things you do in our job is that we have to let ems and people to send to give us patients know like the outcome to patients i i get anxiety and it's true you know call me a bitch tell me whatever you want I uh, I leave it and forget it. This is why it's the best absolute job for me. It's like a rotisserie chicken. You set it and forget it. Millennials, there's this thing that was called rotisserie, <laughs> and then that was the thing that you say, for, set it and forget it. Ron Popeil. Yeah, Ron Popeil. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you got to fucking you gotta say that. But listen, in closure, I wanted to, like, say the thing. The same shit that affects us affects you guys as well, right? And the difference is, one of the biggest differences between us and you guys is you guys only work one call at a time. You're working multiples. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yep. And not only are we 
there's a, sometimes a matter of seconds between that bad call and the next one. And yeah. the next one could be crap and it could be stupid, but yeah. you're still, you don't have time to think about how you feel from that call. So at some point it hits you. Like when you get off work or you get home or you're driving home. I can't tell you how many times I've been driving home and all of a sudden I just bust out crying and have to pull over. Yeah. And it's like, oh, all that just came back and hit me. I know there's so much that we can do. Like, but, you know, like I want to like I have so many notes. I still have a bunch of notes. So here's but, one of the things that we would like to offer. Right. What's that? Is if you are in the Orlando area and you are having issues with any kind of mental whatever please feel free to call us 321 341 8721 trc1 yeah. absolutely so and like yeah, if you if there's you also the, the somebody, echo hotline i know i'll, I'll get there if you just want like we will listen um i will do craniosacral for um first responders for free and we'll that does not have a happy ending you got to say it that does not have a happy ending. yeah yeah absolutely there are no happy endings with cranial sacral check allegedly no, i do get it i do get a happy ending all the time <laughs> yes well yes. we are married not yes. allegedly yeah. we're allegedly yeah. married no we're, we're married oh i love you baby you got anything else for people to know before we close no just if you're having any kind of issues mentally, please reach out to somebody. We are, more than, we are more than happy to help any way we possibly can. 321-341-8721. That was a fast team number. Every time. You would think you would have that number ready. So let's go ahead and give her two minutes. 321-341-8721 is... The number you can call us and as well, we'll as give a, you that fast number. The fast number for Echo, who's a bunch of wonderful Whatever. people. Wonderful people. I'll, I'll get there. Yeah, give me absolutely. A hey, uh, hey Patricia, second. you got anything before? Oh, oh. 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 It, no, it happened to me. Happened to my buddy right in front. That of would be. Me. Did I not do that? I think if you were to get my phone. You're probably a click away from a black cock. You're a click away from a giant black cock. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Why? It's just something that gets searched on my phone all the time. And it's not even allegedly. This really does happen. And why is this? It's our aloha. Amanda, your final thoughts. Baby. Okay, Jason, your final thoughts. No. You got anything else? My always final thought is don't be an asshole. Yeah. Don't be a fucking asshole. Yes. Absolutely. Stop being an asshole. Yeah. And on the topic that we're on tonight, if you're in the public safety field, remember your dispatchers. Yeah. They're working hard too. Yeah. And it's not all their fault. Yeah. And you know, it worked out for Jason. There's, they may be good ass in the dispatch. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. There may be an opportunity to check somebody's oil. Jason, you your final thoughts. My final thoughts are to uh, I've learned I've learned one eight three three what's the number Echo is a one eight three three air fast one eight three three air fast Man. is the um echoes hello ladies number. oh how you guys doing eight three three air fast or you could always call 
321-341-8721. And we'll give you that number. TRC1. That's right. Give you that number if that's what you want, or we will try to help you however you need. So, Jason, what you got? So, what I have with tonight's episode is a cute baby baby. behind me for sure. (laughs) But also, like, if you guys are watching this or listening to this, and and, and you I love the slurry Here. that's happening right now. <laughs> so great. You Go ahead. The... Proceed. Yeah, yeah. Nobody else can hear that but me. No. Yeah. You hear the <laughs> fact he's that stalking he's in cursive. About all... <laughs> <laughs> he can't even write in cursive. Uh, yeah. We're talking. Oh, way, yeah. way, way to piss off the baby. Yeah, you made right. it. So apologize to the Listen, baby. really quick. You really know, quick. The dispatchers have to follow a certain um, protocol. Protocol, and they have to do a certain thing. Now. Not all of them do. Some of them actually use common sense, and that's great. And those are the people that you really want to have around you. Um, but for for all the other ones, they are doing their job. This right here. Make sure that you guys are polite. Do your best, and that's it. This moment. This moment right here. It brings a it brings a tear to my eye because this moment right here was the original. Like premise behind doing as the rotor turns is this some dude slurry words on a microphone? No, the original. Yeah. No, 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 no. If I may, if, if, if I've been drinking since like five o'clock. If I may, if I may, the original concept, oh. according to you, sir, from episode thirty-two, yes, was this was supposed to be a uh, uh, kitchen table? Yes. You guys, yeah, exchange information and advice. Yeah, bullshit. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, Ryan, your final thoughts, sir. Ryan, oh. Yeah, yeah, I, I get, I get, I get to talk now. You what? <laughs> what? He's got his lovely wife <laughs> next to him. Which well, she's got great cleavage right now. Oh, hell yeah! Appropriate hell yeah. Uh, rescue company one attire. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, uh, my biggest thing is, is, uh, is again with. Uh, I get it. Uh, there we go. <laughs> I muted the wrong person. Sorry. No, no worries. <laughs> um, provide provider wellness and provider. Um, Mental health, I think, is extremely important. I think that uh, we, in the in the coming years, we're going to focus a lot more on that, and we need to because uh, we do, we just have not done well enough uh, in in the previous years on on protecting ourselves and protecting our well being. And I think that that needs to be an important concept that we we can talk a lot more on in future topics. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Pablo, congratulations, you got a job, man. Congratulations, Pablo. Uh, another job. You're officially, you're officially a male nurse. You are a nurse. A nurse. Officially a male nurse. I'm very proud of you. I've never seen a sexier nurse than this guy. Have you seen Carlos? Yeah. Well, I believe, I believe that dude does not sign checks around here. But that's all right. Have you seen that guy in some Cherokee Infinity Scrubs? You know, uh, you, uh, listen, man. Say hello to Carlos. Hello. Hey, Carlos. How's it going? He's the other Carlos. Hola. There's uh, two Carloses. One was on the phone earlier. Um, my quote of the day is, doesn't matter how much you know, but how much you care. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, man, like, this is the cool thing. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the, that. Uh, the company is uh, kind of, like, surrounded by, like, this. Is, there's, like, people... 
they come here to watch us record, which is unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like Carlos. Like Carlos and shit. Like, we have a crowd, you know. People don't understand that shit. You know what I mean? Patricia, like, people do come see this thing, and it's uh, it's infectious in the sense of, like, there, there's nobody more important than that person. Right? That There's nobody more important than that person that walks in here. Everybody that does this job has the same amount of importance to the solution, to the conclusion, than the, the person that touches and delivers the medicine that is doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I would say that Ryan Bean here is the is that his situation, the bronze star thing that we talked about, those situations, those are the, uh, the uh, exception to the rule. Here's a guy that's a soldier first, and it's a paramedic when it needs to be, right? And uh, and the reality is, is you understand this. Like when you have somebody like that next to you in the room, you have to acknowledge the fact of this: that for every single one, and this is a researched fact, by the way, is researched in post-Vietnam, uh, nineteen eighty-seven uh, retrospective from the, all the Vietnam losses, right? So, so fifty-five thousand odd uh, people that are on that wall, right? Give or take a few. The reality is that nobody ever focused on the like two to three hundred thousand people that came home with injuries. That's true. Like two to three hundred thousand Americans came home with injuries and they were saved by a medic. They were there. If yeah. you were to take every single one of those soldiers that came back, they positively affected society. And if you were to have like just a memorial for one of those guys, the three hundred uh, that there'd be about three hundred people in a room. They would have been affected by the actions of that one paramedic. Ain't that some crazy shit? That is. Cr- Ain't that some crazy shit? Like the that's re- amazing. That and it's uh this is the power of research, right? This is the power of the numbers. I said, you know, I, I, I'm a dude that started a company to hang out with his buddy in his garage, you know, and uh, but I get the opportunity to work at the College of Emergency Physicians. Like that's where our office is, right? The College of Emergency. This podcast is not being recorded there today officially. So we cannot get people in trouble. But the reality is that our home office is the College of Emergency Physicians. And uh, the the emergency. Absolutely a historic place in the delivery of medicine in this in this area, in the creation of what we this EMS thing, you know, created by Eugene Nagel, the doctor. Look that shit up. And you got to realize that, hey, man, like there's a lot of research. A lot of the research that I pulled off was laying in a drawer in there. Laying in a drawer in the building that we get to work in, guys. <laughs> like, there's paperwork laying in a drawer in the building we get to work in. They are the original documents that created our job. Everybody around this fucking table is affected by this one place off of Conway Road. It's, it's amazing how, and much, that's it. how much you can find laying in a drawer. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So the reality is, man, like, hey, just the person that takes the call, the person that responds to it, they're all affected the same way. They still die at the same rate. They're still sticking. So we'll do the shot for everybody. Cheers. Cheers. And like always, watch your cornhole. See you later.